What's up, guys? Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays, join the Discord by clicking the link below. Boom, welcome back to the 1% Club podcast. We're throwing together a little main event special for you guys. A couple fights we want to talk about. Uh, first one up, Usman versus, uh, Kamar Usman versus Leon Edwards. Line set right now, we have uh, Usman minus 330. Comeback on Edwards is plus 270. The over-under is set at four and a half rounds over. At minus 175, under is uh, four and a half rounds at plus 145. Right away, right away, I like the over here. Boom, right away. I mean, just historically speaking, uh, Kamara has not been a finisher historically, right? Now, the Masvidal knockout was incredible. So, I mean, let's 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 just let's pull him up real quick. Can you pull up Usman for me? I think we're just sitting at, I mean, other than other than the Masvidal knockout, he knocked out Burns, he knocked out uh, Masvidal, and he knocked out Covington in round five. Other than that, you're seeing decisions across the board. Here's my, here's my thing. <clears throat> if you like Usman in this fight, I feel like you're going to get better value, and I don't think we have the props yet for this because it's a little ways away, but if you like Usman, I don't think it's terrible to play by decision. I don't think it's terrible. But before we get into that, we'll, we'll dive into the betting aspect of it. I'm going to break down the fight. I just have a weird feeling about this. I, I Both of these fights that we're going to talk about today, I just have a weird feeling about. Just out of the out of the gate, though, it's just hard to bet against Usman because he is the complete package, right? Like, he's in shape always. Uh, now he's found this power since getting with Trevor Whitman. Um, his striking is good and improving still. His wrestling is obviously amazing. Uh, his ability to grind on people is awesome. His top game grappling is very good as well. Uh, but I'm I'm going to say this. I do think this fight is interesting. Uh, I like the length of Leon Edwards. I think he's long. He fights long. And what I like about this for him, and when I say what I like about this for him to give Usman problems, I, I just got to be honest with you guys. Like I'm intrigued by when somebody is dominating so much. I'm intrigued by different puzzles that that person can solve. So when I say I like that, I don't mean that I like or I care about Leon Edwards winning this fight. I mean, I want to see the champion challenge. I want to see new puzzles placed in front of him. I want to see this champion, this dominant force, uh, be faced with different challenges on a regular basis. And we have that in Leon Edwards. And he's he's had a long road, uh, a very, very tough strength of schedule, I might add. Pull, pull, his, uh, pull his, his tapology up real quick. Very, very tough strength of schedule. I mean, we're talking uh, Nate Diaz. I know that wasn't uh, that wasn't his toughest fight. Bilal, that was a, a kind of a weird thing, but he would look really good until the eye poke, right? But RDA, you're talking Gunnar Nelson, Cerrone, uh, Luke. He's fought some good guys. His last loss was to Usman. So, what I like about this fight, puzzle wise, is I like the length of Leon Edwards. Very slick striker. He's very long, and he seems to have dominated the people the other strikers put in front of him. What I like about this is Usman is going to initiate the clinch if he gets outstruck, which the clinch for Leon Edwards is one of his best places. He elbows incredible. He strikes from the clinch amazing. His takedown defense seems to be much improved. His cardio 
is always there. He fights with that chip on his shoulder. Uh, and he's not gonna he's not gonna go away. So like I like him as the striking version, less talking version of Colby Covington. Yeah, the like one that stands out to me. I remember when he fought Gunnar Nelson in London, who was an amazing grappler. He outgrappled Gunnar. That's how he won the fight. Yes. That shocked me. Outgrappled Gunner. He just looked so damn strong in that fight. Physically strong. His body lock, his clinch. He's very good in the clinch. And this is where he doesn't get enough credit for. His clinch might be where he is best at. So he is very, very good there. And he can hurt you from the clinch. He can cut you from the clinch. He can elbow from the clinch. He can knee from the clinch. He's very, very good there. So he fights long. But when you initiate the clinch on him, he does damage. I like that, right? That's That could give Usman problems. And that's what we're talking about potentially, right? We're not talking about... I mean, stylistically, we know what Usman brings to the table. He brings, he's the real deal. He's the whole package, right? We're just, we're talking about different problems that he's going to have to face here. I like this fight with Leon Edwards. And I got to be honest with you, I, I think he's probably, you know, listen, there's two other guys behind this, behind Leon Edwards that I want to see. But as of right now, I think Leon Edwards makes the most sense to give him the biggest problems. The two guys I'm talking about, are uh, Shamayev and Shotkov Ramanov, right? Those guys are, they're a new breed of guy. They look unstoppable right now, you know, and we'll get into the Shamayev fight here in a second. But I like these problems that Usman is going to face with Leon Edwards. I like that he's long. He's longer than Usman, and he works off the jab really well, okay? I like the, uh, I like the left-handed. Like, Leon is a, is a, is a southpaw striker, and I, I know that everybody's going to say, well, Colby was southpaw. Yeah, but Colby is not going to put out the type of output and striking prowess that Leon Edwards is going to bring to the table. So it's not the same. And not to mention, Usman fights longer than, than Colby. And Colby's, you know, even though he wasn't looking for the shot, he's definitely not as clean of a striker as, as Leon is. So <clears throat> it just seems like there's a lot of new problems that, or I should say a lot of new puzzles that Usman is going to have to solve with this, this Leon Edwards fight. And that's what intrigues me with this fight. Now, whenever you talk about who do I think is going to win, I, you know, it's just really difficult to bet against, against a guy like Usman, who's just been so dominant, uh, in his, in his class. So, but I do think, I do think that Leon is going to pose some problems and I, I would not be shocked if, you know, he, he wins some rounds and I'll be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if he won a decision. You know what I mean? I don't see him finishing Usman. Uh, Usman is durable. But, man, he's got the tools. I'll say this. The A-side is Kamara Usman here. But Leon Edwards has the tools to dethrone the champ. I will say that. I don't know if he's going to do it, but I can tell you he's got the tools to do it. We're talking about a different animal with Usman. He showed how dominant he is. I'm not going to take anything away from that. I'm not here to, de I'm not here to debate who's going to win the fight. All I'm saying is Leon Edwards has the skills to beat Kamara Usman. Period. I know MMA math doesn't work the whole time. No. Camaro beat Colby twice. Um, not easily, obviously. I think Colby was in with a shot at uh, in the first one, for sure, until he got knocked out. Or he, did he break his jaw? He broke his jaw, yeah. But, but Colby is just such a different matchup, right? Like, we're talking about a guy that... We're talking about a guy... Listen, can we all agree that... We can all agree that Masvidal-Usman won was, was, was a good fight. It was a competitive fight, right? Like, Usman won it. But he couldn't get Masvidal down, and they worked in the clinch a ton. Correct. Imagine a scenario where you get a, a cleaner striker in Leon Edwards, a longer striker, a southpaw striker, and better in the clinch. He could cause more problems. I'm not saying he's going to win. Listen, I'm not. 
I know I know what we're up against here in in Kamaru Usman. He is the complete package. He's good everywhere. We all know this, right? I'm just saying that there's some new puzzles that we haven't necessarily seen Usman deal with yet, and I like that. Okay, so uh, if I hand you ten grand tomorrow, and I say I want you to win me money on this fight, what are you playing? If you hand me ten thousand dollars tomorrow and you say James, play this fight, uh, I would probably put I would probably put Usman money line. I would probably see what the line is on Leon by decision. And I would play the over four and a half rounds. I'd play over three and a half rounds. I'd play over two and a half rounds, over one and a half round, depending on what the odds are. And I'd play the fight to go the distance, probably. You think Leon's most likely path is the decision, right? Like, I Correct. wonder. I do not see a scenario where he finishes Usman. Okay, so what we think. The He's not known Le- for power. Like, Leon doesn't have a ton of power, right? Like, Leon, by decision, is probably going to be what, plus 330, maybe 350? Maybe more. Maybe 400. Maybe plus four hundred. I mean, you could just hedge your you could hedge your money line bet with Usman, and 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 I don't say guarantee a profit, but ensure a profit. I mean, we're talking about odds here, right? Like the odds of Leon Edwards finishing, the odds of him beating him aren't very good, right? But the odds of him finishing are even less. So like Usman has shown he's got a durable chin, he's not easy to sub, and Leon's not a big finisher to begin with. You know what I mean? So he doesn't have a ton of power. He's a volume guy. It's not like his jujitsu threat is massive to Usman. I just don't see how he finishes this fight. Is it impossible? No, it's not impossible, but highly improbable that if he does win this fight, that he finishes. I just don't see it. When was the last time Usman was like hurt? Gilbert Burns dropped in the first round. Gilbert Burns dropped in the first round, but Gilbert's got some pop. Though. Yeah, but it was an age before then, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was it was quite a quite a uh, quite a long time ago. Anyone who looked like beating him was. Probably Colby, and he was outpointing them rather than. Yeah, Colby was pointing him. Colby never really. I don't. I mean, Colby stuck him a couple good times, but I don't think he ever pull pull up his uh pull up Usman's topology, and I'll tell you. Uh, Masvidal didn't do anything to him. Woodley, no. RDA, no. Maya, no. Nah. No. Nah. I mean, really, Gilbert's the only one that's done anything like potentially hurt him that I can remember at least. You know, so he's durable. He's shown durability. You know, uh, but if also if you look at a lot of these guys, they're not really known to be big punchers. You know, there's a lot of them are grapplers. So whatever, you know, I think, I think that Leon brings new things to the, to the table that I want to see that. Right. Like, it's like, dude, like we're tired of watching him fight Colby. He's beat Colby. You know what I mean? Like I like Colby. I think he's talented, but I just don't, I don't want to see them fight again. I don't think he can beat Usman ever. I think Usman's only getting better. And it seems like Colby's kind of, I won't say he's lost a step, but it just doesn't seem like he's, uh, it just doesn't seem like he has the skill set to beat Usman right now. You know, so let's see some, let's see some new stuff. I don't want to see him fight Masvidal again. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's already beat Masvidal twice. He beat Colby twice. He fought the same guy, you know, for the last four or five fights. I want to see somebody new. So, uh, Edwards is the guy. I want to see it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm excited for this fight. And I think, I do think Edwards can win this fight. Will he? I don't, I'm not going to debate that, but he's got the tools to, I will, I will say that with, with confidence. This is going to slide us forward to the, uh, to the, the next fight we're going to break down. But there is an eerie feeling about both Kamza and Shafkat Romanov coming through. Those two guys, listen, I think we're going to learn a lot about uh, Kamza here. Like, Kamza and the Nate Diaz fight. And first of all, let's talk about Shafkat Romanov. That guy's a killer. I've been watching this guy for a long time. Romanov is a monster. And uh, he's extremely talented. Striker, grappler, everywhere. 
he's got the tools to beat anybody, right? And I, I does he have a fight? I don't think he's got a fight schedule. Hasn't been matched up yet since Neil Magny. Pull up that. Pull up that. Pull up the the top ten UFC top ten. I mean, I, I we played him against Magny. You know, it's just a tough match. He's just a tough matchup for Magny, and we played him inside the distance, I believe. Like he's just a tough matchup for any of those guys. If you pull up, okay. So Bilal is booked. Luke is booked. It, I dude, I heard. I hope this is not true. I heard somewhere through the grapevine that he's going to get Wonder Boy next. He called Wonder Boy out. I talked to Wonder Boy at the uh, at International Fight Week, and he said that he had no interest in fighting him. And I don't blame him at all. Like Wonder Boy is like I don't. From what I gathered, it doesn't seem like he is like seeking the title anymore it's like hey man like i've got a few fights left in me let's let's get some fun stuff you know let's i don't know let's go after the the matt brown the guy's his own age you know what i mean like he's getting older he's like i think he's 37 now 37 38 years old there's past there's different paths for every fighter right and i just don't think he's on the title path anymore and i got that vibe from him and i i hope that's not true i have no desire to see him fight wonder boy there's so much better fights to make for wonder boy and there's so many better fights to make for romanov uh brady's booked I don't think Masvidal would fight him. Masvidal's got that superstardom to him that he's going to need a big money fight. Uh, dude, show me. Uh, let's see. Let's see Burns and, and Romanov. I'm with Burns and Romanov. Yeah. I think I even said this the last time where Gilbert's going to be like the, the gatekeeper. I hate to call the guy that because that's, God, he's so damn good, man. He's so damn good. Super, super frustrating. But, you know, it would be interesting to see. Would Could we see maybe Colby? Colby. Colby or Burns versus Shopcott Romanoff is the way to go, in my opinion. But once again, it makes no sense for anybody to fight this guy. It, it's, it's, nobody knows who he is. The, the casual fan has no clue who Shopcott Romanov is. The thing is, is that Colby has to beat someone before he goes back in. See, this is where, this is where a guy like Colby, a guy like Masvidal, a guy like Nate Diaz, these guys have a certain type of celebrity next to their name. And it doesn't make sense for them to fight guys like Romanov because the UFC misses out on 50% of their marketing, their, their marketing power, their media power, whenever they match these guys up. So that's why you match up a guy like, like, like Diaz and Masvidal. That's a superstar fight. That's why you match up guys like Diaz and Connor. That's a celebrity fight. Diaz and, and Masvidal, Connor and Masvidal, that's being talked about, right? Like these guys have that, that celebrity tag next to their name and it only makes sense to match those guys up. Uh, like that because you don't want to waste a huge fight opportunity for somebody like Nate Diaz against Romanov. That's why you put him against you put him against Shamayev, who's one of the biggest names in MMA right now, right? Like you 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 build them, and we talked about this on the show before. They're not they're not letting Nate Diaz out of his contract going on a win. Not happening. You know what I mean? Uh, but dude, if if Romanov is not fighting down, which I don't know why he would fight somebody ranked higher than him. The only two things that make sense for me that people that aren't booked are Burns and Covington. And I don't know why either one of those guys would fight him. I, you know, I wouldn't if I was those guys. It doesn't make any sense. People have to fight. You can't just... You're right. But this, listen, this is the business though too. You know what I mean? This is the business. Burns Burns is the, Burns can be talked into that fight. Burns will fight anybody. He's a, Burns is a fighter's fighter. He's a real fighter. Colby ain't taking that fight. I guarantee it. Let's move on. Let's go to this big fight. Diaz, Nate Diaz, Kamzat Shemaev. Shamayev coming in at minus 1,200 or 1,600. He moved 1,600 favorite. I got to be honest with you guys. This doesn't make sense to me. I know Shamayev is probably going to murk Diaz. I get this. 
and and there's like a certain there's a certain mystique over this fight, and it's like obviously everybody thinks that that uh, Shamayev is going to run through Diaz, but I'm going to put a scenario out there for you. Shamayev burns. Remember that fight, Shamayev burns. Of course, I remember. Yeah, it was a barn burner, right? Shamayev got tired in that fight. He got tired in that fight. So I'm going to give you a scenario. What happens after round two? Shamayev's lifted him up. He's talking to Dana. Slams him down. He's beating him up. He's bloody. Diaz is bloody. He's cut. And Diaz doesn't go away. What happens? Because he ain't, he ain't getting tired. What happens when Nate, if Nate doesn't go away? I feel like, listen, everything in my brain power wants to say that, that Shamayev is going to run through Diaz. And I got to be honest, if I had to pick a way that this fight is going to go, I would say it's probably going to be like a cut or like a pity stoppage. You know, like he's just putting too much volume on him and he's just beating him up too much and the referee gets tired of seeing it. But what happens if Nate doesn't go away in the championship rounds? Things could get really, really interesting because he's got a high output. He's tough as shit. We saw it with Leon. I mean, Leon was still beating him up. You know what I mean? Leon was still beating him up. But he he got that last second. Yeah, I think he could have won that fight. He could have driven the finish, I think. You know? I think so. And he just chose to... You know, his fight IQ might not be the best. And then I go back and forth in my head and like, I got to think that Shamayev can take him down whenever he wants. Because Nate Diaz's takedown defense is not incredible. His jiu-jitsu is good, but I mean, we're talking about a guy that is taken down, you know, he took down Burns, which Burns got back up. And kudos to Burns, man. He doesn't get enough credit for that fight. Burns is a fighter's fighter, man. I got a lot of respect for that guy. But what happens, we're 17 and a half minutes into this fight. Nate's cut. He's beat up. Shamayev has been super inefficient with his wrestling because he's trying to show off. And Nate doesn't go away. What happens then? What does that scenario play out? Because I think things could get really, really interesting then. Now, do I think that's likely going to happen? No. I think what you're going to see is you're probably going to see a cut. You're going to see Shamayev get the takedowns whenever he wants. And I think you're going to see probably like a cut stoppage or like a, a referee stoppage because there's blood in his eyes and he's just getting too much too much damage, too, too an accumulation. It'll be like a pity stoppage. That's what I think is probably going to happen. But damn, it could get interesting if it doesn't. What's the? Do we know the uh, over-under on that? No, there's no over-under. There's no over-under on that. Man, if you played uh, Nate Diaz by decision, it's got to be like plus 1,500. That's worth a shot. It's worth a shot for, for sure. I don't see him finishing Shamayev. I think Shamayev's grappling too much, but I could see a scenario where Nate, you know, Maybe banks around here and there, kind of hangs around. It's unlikely, but shoot, at plus fifteen hundred odds, I might, I might throw something at it. You know, I'm, I'm making, I'm guessing on the odds. You know what I mean? Plus twelve hundred, plus a thousand, it's worth a shot. You know, we've done, we've done less hedges. <laughs> what is your opinion on? Like, I know there has to be, there always is a changing of the guard, and you retired yesterday, so thankfully yeah. it would never. I know you're too clever to take it, take a silly fight as well. No, no shot. But this thing where, you know, you kind of have to send these people out on a loss. Well, from a business standpoint, they can't, they cannot allow, they cannot allow Nate Diaz to go into free agency off of a win, especially over somebody like Connor or whatever, or even Shamayev. They, they picked the worst possible matchup for Nate Diaz. This is, this quite literally is the worst possible matchup for Nate Diaz in the entire division. And they did that on purpose. They can't send him into free agency 
they cannot send him into free agency on a win over one of the biggest names and hottest names in MMA right now. And, uh, Shamayev, they can't do it. So, or, or I, I guess, I guess Connor that nobody thinks he's going to win this fight. So they pick the toughest matchup for him. They send him on an L to where his, his value is less. He's probably going to go fight Jake Paul. And then he's probably going to come back to fight Connor because they want that Connor fight. They got, I, I got to think that they are just that there's too much money in that Connor fight for it to not to happen. It just doesn't make sense to me. So, and who the hell doesn't want to see that? Those fights were competitive. I want to see that again. I'm I'm with that. You know, they're 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 one and one. Let's see it again. I'm with it. The styles make fights, and I think you know the fact that Connor does get a little bit gassed after maybe one and a half, two. Yeah, I mean, perfect. It's great, you know. And then he seemed to find a second win in that last one. It's, yeah, as the fight went on, it was like I think come the come the end of the third, I think he was. He kind of came up. back on. Yeah. If I'm Nate, there's a lot of money to be made right now, and the Shamaya fight. I, I gotta I gotta think he's gonna test free agency. I gotta think he's gonna fight Jake Paul. If I had to guess, he's gonna fight Shamayev, he's gonna lose to Shamayev, he's gonna fight Jake Paul. I don't know how that goes. He probably, he probably loses to Jake Paul too. And then he comes back to fight Connor. We have a podcast to drop with Cavatillo and we didn't really go into this. Yeah. But the difference in someone who's just training boxing, boxing yeah. with someone who's training mixed martial arts. There is a level of quality that one hundred percent. Like boxing and boxing and MMA are two different things. You know what I mean? Like Nate Diaz's boxing is not for boxing; it's for MMA. You know, and it's it's strictly volume punches. Like I just don't think that they're going to count as much in the world of boxing where you could hide behind those those big gloves. You know, so. Uh, but if I'm Nate Diaz, if I'm Nate Diaz's manager, the play for me, I go fight Shamayev, which I wouldn't have done that, but <laughs> I'm guessing he got a ton of money for it. Uh, he's going to get a payday there. He's going to lose uh, or win. Uh, if he wins, he's going to be the biggest star in MMA. If Nate Diaz wins this fight, he'll be the biggest star and the biggest name in MMA right now. But the likely scenario would be if he loses, he goes into free agency, test free agency. He may get some big offers from Bellator or PFL maybe or whoever. He's likely going to fight Jake Paul. That seems to be the... I mean, th- th- those two are some, two of the biggest names in, in combat sports right now. Jake Paul is is seems to be doing all the right things from a promoter standpoint uh and bringing in dollars he's got a new uh he's got like a new fresh crowd that is following him with the younger kids rather than the old you know the old boxing fans and then i i gotta think that the ufc at some point is going to get him back for the connor fight i gotta think that they're going to get him back for that fight you obviously can't play cams out at that line no god no and Nate at plus 800 we just don't see a likely path to victory to him so we're gonna probably decide on the over under when it comes out and then over under or props you know I'd be interested to see what uh Kamzat inside the distance would be or Kamzat by uh knockout or TKO you know one of those or even you know see what Diaz by decision Diaz by submission is it's worth a sprinkle you know what I mean like it's not have something on that fight. We just don't know yet. Yeah, we're going to have something for sure. Yeah, we'll have something on that fight for sure. We got to see what the props. I think the value is going to be in the props on that fight because it's pretty, I think, I do think if it goes how I think it's going to go, I think Comzat's going to stop him. And it won't be like, a, oh, Diaz is out cold. It'll be like a referee's tired of watching blood in his eye. And you know what I mean? Like Nate's a gangster. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's I, that. That's where I, I think those, uh, that's where I think those are going to go. You know, we'll we'll see, obviously. But, I like these main event breakdowns. They're intriguing. We don't have to deal through the. We don't have to sift through the BS. Since uh, since we went on Ariel's show, the Discord has just been 
insane, right? So uh, we're uh, excited. I'm super stoked. We got a this card is kind of weak. I don't know how I feel about playing this card. I'll probably play it fairly light. Uh, we're gonna have our breakdown show with Shay on Wednesday or Thursday this week. Uh, that dude always he's a wizard. He's always got some stuff. So um, we'll we'll definitely have some some picks out for you guys. Uh, I think PFLs this week also got a lot of good stuff. So make sure you guys are in the Discord. Last week we crushed it, killed it, crushed it. Uh, all worth it. So uh, yeah, make sure you guys are in there. Links in the description below or the bio, depending on what you're watching from. See you guys next week.